Welcome back to another episode of Five Songs or Less. Happy spring, and remember to turn your taxes in tomorrow. Today, I will be tickling Danny's eardrums with a five-song playlist from YouTube video stars and also, I guess, just regular musicians, supposedly. Okay, go. Hi, Danny. Hey, Dante. That was a good good intro. Thank you. chuckle. Okay. How are you, bud? I'm doing, I'm doing okay. Saturday or Sunday. What day is it, Dante? It's Sunday. It is Sunday, unfortunately, yeah. Sunday morning. Should have been there. How's that Creed song go? Oh, I don't know. I was thinking of the uh, Velvet Underground. Mm, You're so much cooler than me. I don't know. I'd probably rather listen to that Creed song. And that's (laughs) not not a joke. Velvet Underground. Boring. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. I it's it's that thing that's like ah, I acknowledge you were necessary for a lot of things that came after. How many people listen to those things? The podcast, do you think? Uh, certainly not. I I'm still listening. <laughs> okay, good. So half of our audience? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> what do you do? You think we just like made so many people angry by saying the Velvet Underground are boring? Maybe. Depends on uh, what generation of person is listening, I guess. Well, here's the age-old question. Um, mm-hmm. If Lou Reed was so fucking good, how come he's dead? <laughs> good point. <laughs> I, uh, I stole that from the, uh, the JFK Mark Twain prize whatever ceremony uh mm. david letterman that is a joke by john mulaney oh okay but it is my it's got to be like a, just a top 10 like joke that you can apply to all yeah. manners of dead a bunch people. Of people yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> what uh what kind of uh drinking receptacle are you working with there receptacle darth, darth vader on it darth vader yeah. He's from the the new Star Wars. Yeah, just the new one. I was uh most of this will bore you, but I promise it's going to get back to Star Wars. So try okay. to stay focused. Perfect. <laughs> I've been spending a lot of time uh lately listening to a hockey podcast. Mm-hmm. Da- Danny, Danny come back. <laughs> <laughs> Brown goes down, what? Uh, y- yeah. Well, uh, close. I mean, you kind of like mix the words up, but yeah, those those words are part of this podcast. Brown, down goes brown. Okay. Correct. Okay. Hey, there it is. So this is quote unquote down goes brown. His name is Sean McIndoo, a uh, good Canadian boy. Mm-hmm. It, it's him and two other uh, hockey writers, and. For whatever reason, I had, like I used to like love. I'm gonna fast forward through this. Used to love hockey <clears throat> as a kid. Like was like number one sport. Like watched the Sharks every night. Like this is probably like mm-hmm. ten through thirteen or something like that. Yeah. And then, but for whatever reason, in my twenties, like I just kind of like stopped following it. And recently, I've been getting back into it. And it's kind of one of those things, like when you discover a new band or a new maybe director or something. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, like, here's something I can get, like, fully immersed in. Obsessed you know? with. Yes. So, I mean, n- not to an unhealthy degree, but yeah, like, where you're just <laughs> like, 
It's like you're firing up a brand new Elder Scrolls game and you have this whole world yeah, to yeah. explore. And so to try to educate myself a little bit because like I don't know a lot of the players anymore or kind mm-hmm. of like the the history, the recent history of the league. I've been listening to this podcast to try to kind of catch up. And so we, like listening to like their like backlog of like a couple of years. Mm-hmm. But they do a lot of like bonus episodes or segments that are not hockey related. And in a, in a one I was listening to recently from maybe must have been like November or something. You'll know the timeline better, but it was when uh, Baby Yoda was named like Grogu, Grogu right? Um, spoiler alert! And yeah, sorry everybody. Um, they they were talking about how like there was a, I guess, I got real big waves going. Mm. Gonna turn the gain down a little bit. See. But so anyway, so yeah, so Grogu was a thing, and there I guess there was a you know a backlash of oh he should have just yeah. been Baby Yoda, or he should have just been the child or whatever, and they were talking about, and this is a very obvious thing, and I'm sure it was a take had by thousands of people, mm-hmm. but it was like, do you think Luke Skywalker is a good name? Like, <laughs> like there's like Seriously. thousands on. of names in the Star Wars universe that are just like, come on, like we're gonna yeah. get like if. One of them made the point that if, for whatever reason, Chewbacca was a character just being introduced now, and Mm -hmm. they said his name was Chewbacca, Mm -hmm. like people would be like, "What the fuck is that?" Stupid, (laughs) right? So I don't know. I I I heard a Star Wars thing and thought of you immediately. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Mm -hmm. Also, giving Grogu a name immediately gave Grogu and uh, Din Djarin—that's his name, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. The Mandalorian uh, gave them a bond like immediately because he could now say Grogu and Grogu would very cutely go <laughs> look over at him before. If he said, hey, kid, he would continue to pick his nose or whatever. They were talking about I'm going to forget the names, but you can enlighten me. There was a name. Uh, Newt. Was it Gunray? Was it as simple as Gunray or was it like something slightly more uh, clever? Does that, that sound sounds correct? Yes. It was like I guess it was supposed to be some, you know, reference or play on like Newt Gingrich and Reagan, but like Gunray is just like transposed or whatever. Oh, interesting. Yeah, Star Wars is uh, political, political and smart, and that's why I like it. Oh, Newt Gunray, there you okay? Well, um, Newt Gunray, the <laughs> the they. Did a play on Newt Gingrich and um, Reagan somehow, and also gave him a stereotypically racist Asian accent. <laughs> well, now if you're gonna if you're gonna honor Newt Gingrich and Ronald Reagan, I think mm-hmm. stereotypical mm-hmm. racism is the way to go. Absolutely, they are pr- Absolutely. probably so, they loved it. So we were all wrong. Yep. That's from the the prequels. We don't we don't talk about the prequels here. Newt Gunray is from the prequels. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I don't have any opinion on them. I think I saw them twenty years ago and don't mm-hmm. remember much. It's probably uh, for the best. I remember in I want to say eighth grade, seventh grade maybe eighth grade. In a weird, like, elective class I had that was actually pretty fun because we just got to play these cool games on computers. Um, hmm. 
there was also like a not a vending machine, but like you put a quarter in it and you turn a thing and a pencil comes out. And they had them stocked with like the like prequel Star Wars pencils. Cool. And so that was very, very cool. And of course, everyone's going for a Darth Maul. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, because uh, he looked cool. He does. He does. He does. Yeah. <laughs> also, on maybe you're going to become a huge hockey fan. Maybe I can get you to <clears throat> be a... Cause I need someone to talk hockey to because I got... Or hockey with. <laughs> I got nobody. So, again, on this on this hockey pod... Um, I, by the way, I don't know if any of this is going to go in, but if it is, I should I should say it's uh, it's called Puck Soup. Uh, and if okay. you are at all interested in hockey, uh, you guys should go listen to it. So um, you didn't you when the last episode when you were talking about the uh, podcast you listened to with um, Dylan Slocum, you didn't you never said the name of the podcast. Oh, the the one he was actually on. Yeah. Uh, it was called like. Ed Edu punks something like like a mashup of education and punks mm. something like that. Yep, Edu punks with an X podcast. E D U P U N X podcast with okay. Craig Bitterman. Bitterman. Yep. Uh, looks like though, perhaps. Um, the podcast is no longer active or on some sort of hiatus. Mm. The last episode was October 26th, 2020 with Daniel Radden or Raiden. Mm-hmm. Anyway, God damn it. This is a Star Wars podcast. Stop getting me off track. <laughs> Star Wars with, hockey podcast. With punk stuff. A fucking sticks look like lightsabers. Well, they did for a while do uh, a glow puck in like the late nineties. Yeah, that was, was it the laser puck that's in they talk about in the propaganda song. Um, or is that different? I'm trying to think. Uh, the laser puck might have been th- like when they they hit the puck really hard. There would be like a little like trail behind it mm-hmm. to like show like that it's like moving fast. The glow puck was just there was always like this little blue cloud wherever the puck went because uh. some of the People who the NHL's idea, their thinking was, oh, the complaint we get from non-hockey fans is it's hard to follow the puck. Um, but that's for people who just really haven't watched hockey yet, and it takes like yeah. a game, and you kind of like you get you understand the flow of it. And sure. anyway, it's the NHL is notoriously one of the stupidest leagues, <laughs> full full of bad ideas. But this but the sport is good. So anyway, god damn it. Okay, go, go. Okay, go. Uh, uh, uh. Darth Maul. <laughs> um, apparently, he's a, uh, he's Sisyphus. Sisyphus? Is that the right Greek, uh, mytholo- mythology? Is that the white <laughs> Greek mythology thong? Um, <laughs> Who, who's the guy that pushes up the rock forever up the hill, then it falls down and he tries to fucking push it up again? Oh, I don't know. No, Sisyphus, he he flew too close to the sun, maybe. That was Icarus. Okay, well, then it is, Then I was right. Then it's fucking... Okay. Sis- he was punished for cheating death twice by being forced to roll an immense boulder up in hell. Yes, okay. Where, da- where Darth Maul is like, uh, he was always doomed to fail, mm-hmm. I guess. Like, does that... Like, he could never win... Or something. Yeah, I, I think know. that's kind of. I don't know the Clone Wars story that well. I've never really watched Clone Wars. 
Um, but and, and rebels as well. But yeah, I mean, he kind of oh, it always ends up losing. I mean, he got fucking cut in half. Yeah, yeah. That but seems he won like... in that because he didn't die. Is that well? Sure. He got robo legs. Who doesn't I... want robo legs? <laughs> I would say it's hard to. Well, first of all, if you get cut in half the way he did, it's hard to mm-hmm. walk away. Period. But it's certainly <laughs> sure. it's certainly hard to walk away saying winner. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, you're you're playing for a draw at that point. Yeah, yeah. So Dante, I went on an, I went on another podcast. Yeah, you cheated on me. Also, I, I had to remind you that you were cheating on me that day because you had forgot. <laughs> How um. I be- you you sent me you sent me a screenshot right of yeah, the. Yeah, I also uh, posted it on our socials. Well, I fucking wouldn't know that now, would I? I know, I know. <laughs> you only know about our socials when I tell you about them. Yeah, when you tell me something awful has happened, like something I don't <laughs> like. Let's see. You know what's funny? Dante, is another band I like is mad at you. <laughs> Hey, good news. I'm becoming a friend with one of my heroes because he has a bone to pick. <laughs> okay, I'm just now looking at the other guys. I, I believe you sent this to me when I was uh, in the midst of a five-hour Zoom date. Mm-hmm. And I believe I... Yeah, Ben was there. Um, <laughs> I showed I showed her the screenshot just so I could be like, hey, hey here's Danny who I won't shut the fuck up about. <laughs> I didn't even really look at the other guys. So, so these are uh, these are uh, like longtime friends of yours or people no, you know from the music of, scene. Yeah, just kind of people I've met online. Basically, Lush, the guy on one side of that, I don't remember if he's on the left or right. Um, he was in a band called No Regard back in the day that I saw a few times. They opened for Botch at Capital Garage, which was a fucking amazing show. Uh, and then Tim. Uh, was in a has been in some bands and I just kind of met him through uh, Facebook through I think when I was posting a bunch of my pictures and stuff but they do a podcast called uh, the pressure drop podcast and they just kind of talk about whatever talk about pop culture talk about what's going on in their lives they always have like Sacramento people on Uh, I brought them up before because they they had Aaron Carnes on who's doing a book called in defense of ska and Uh. It was a really fun episode. I'm in the midst to. of my rebuttal. Ooh. The, uh, yeah, so they had me on. It was fun. Is uh, in the background of um, one of their like setups is a like pressure drop like album cover or something? Is that was they, it also a band or no? They had like a poster made. Gotcha. Okay. It, it's like superimposed as their faces on the the people. It's hard to see, but. I remember when they first started the podcast, they uh, posted that on Facebook or whatever. If I were to do something irresponsible, like take a swing and guess which one was named Tim, what do you think mm-hmm. my success rate's going to be? 50-50. Okay, I forgot you're a fucking <laughs> math whiz. <laughs> uh, probably 90%. Okay. He's a sporto like me. He, yeah, he's wearing a King's, yeah. King's thing. King's thing, King's things, which I believe was a Larry King's King thing. hashtag. Yeah, yeah, pretty sure. Uh, so how was it? Did uh, 
You you were worried before that like you weren't going to say anything. <laughs> there were some times where um, I felt like I was uh, back in eighth that eighth grade circle I was talking about, <laughs> where I'm just like because <laughs> they were talking about beer or something. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I I know because they were talking about Pabst uh, and how it's expensive other places apparently. Like in New York, Tim was saying it was really expensive to get a hmm. Pabst. Uh, and then in, in London, he said he was in London and it was expensive. And he was talking about warm beer. And I know that they, they drink beer warm in London. Right. I, I have or heard England that as well. The, uh, the Pabst being expensive in New York is sort of questionable. In London, wouldn't that just because uh, be because they have to Import. get it there? Yeah, maybe. They need to have an economist of the pod. Yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was it was a good time. And, you know, we talked about the pod a lot. Talked about my old photos and junk. Talked about movies. Talked about the Justice League. Uh, had they seen it? Uh, Tim had seen it. Lush hadn't seen it yet. So we didn't spoil anything. Real big of you. I know. I know. How, how did pod talk go? We just talked shit about you. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, no, the pod talk was good. We talked about Dimple also. Okay. Yeah. They were they patrons? Me, what's that? Were they patrons? Tim was a patron. He said he applied but uh, never got hired. And then Lush worked mostly, I believe he said mostly at the Roseville store. Oh, really? Uh, and then worked at Citrus Heights sometimes also. So. Guess Tim just didn't have what it takes. Yeah, he said he said uh, since he was like 12 years old, he would go in there and like put 50 CDs on the counter, and give his keys and be like, I'm going to listen to these. So oh. like, yeah, that's why they didn't hire you. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe if you hire him, he stops coming in to do that. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Got to uh, hold your enemies close. Breaks. <laughs> Remember one time. One time I took a a, a 10. Uh, and it, you know, around 20 minutes. Uh, oh yeah. 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 <laughs> I was sitting in the back and I just had like this pile of CDs that I was listening to in the, on the little disc man in the back room, you know, yeah. and Evan comes in he's like, Hey, your break's over. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh shit. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it was pretty great. Get on it, man. Yeah, I know. We're, I know. It's so gross thinking about how um either at the like stations that were available to customers or even that in that break room with the little mm-hmm. disc man it's a hey let's uh, all use these communal headphones yep yep <laughs> like that that should have been gross pre-pandemic that's not like a, it, oh in yeah. hindsight no that it was gross yeah just fucking you have to like hold them on because otherwise they're, the grease is just going to make them like slip off your <laughs> they ears just slip right off of your head yeah <laughs> I, I could not imagine doing that yeah at this point but it was a lot of fun it's out now it's probably been out for weeks um oh yeah i was like what the time that this episode comes out yeah i forgot Uh, we're in the future we're in the future i remember once uh i don't remember what my like it doesn't matter um during like one shift there was a guy who kept he would bring up a a new cd that he would want to Mm -hmm. like you know, 
give it a listen. And we, I think, technically weren't supposed to do that. It was only for the UCDs. Yeah. Otherwise, you'd have to like go back and like rewrap them and, and all this shit. And like I was just getting fed up with this guy, but I was being like real passive aggressive about it. So like he would just bring up another CD, and I'd just be like, <sighs> like doing that shit. And then uh, Scott comes up to me later, and he was like, "Dude, like either tell him no that he can't do it, or just let him do it." But because I, I guess the guy like went like after I opened the CD for him. Uh-huh. Um, he went over and like, I guess Scott was by the, the CD player and the dude was just like, fuck, like what's wrong with that guy? <laughs> that guy's a fucking dick. Yeah. And he was right. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I still remember that. I was like, oh yeah, I just could have like, uh, actually put my foot down, but yeah, you yeah. know, yeah. Jeez, Dante. I know. I guess you missed the, uh, the new CD scanner thing where you could listen. Mm, I don't Those came kind of later. Yeah. They were like red, kind of near the buyback counter. You could scan it and it would, if it was in the database or whatever, it would play like clips of songs. Right. Yeah. I don't, yeah. Maybe, maybe that was after me. I mean, I wasn't there for very long. Yeah. But still fucking longer than Tim. Ayo. <laughs> Eat it, Tim. Oh, <laughs> uh, there's something else I wanted to talk to you about. What was it, Dante? What was it? Let's see. Have we talked about hockey yet? <laughs> Have we talked about hockey for way too long that'll be edited out? <laughs> now I'm definitely leaving it in. Can you name one professional hockey player? There's no way, right? I mean, Wayne Gretzky. I mean, like, sorry, current, I guess. No, is, of course not. Okay, okay. But I think you probably could for, like, I, you could for basketball and football. I Absolutely wouldn't be su- not football. No, yes, you, no, that's yes, you not could. true. Yes, that's you a, could. Because there's like, uh, what's the quarterback guy? T- Tebow? Is he still a football player? Oh, Tim boy. Tebow? Uh, n- no. <laughs> no, he has, that's a hockey player. <laughs> well, actually, more recently, Tim Tebow's been a professional baseball player. Um, not a not a good one, and he ne- and he was in the minor leagues, but he was in Pulled the Mets. Michael system. Jordan. Uh, sort of, except he, uh, it, it would be if Michael Jordan could no longer hack it in basketball. <laughs> And so he was not offered any more jobs. Yeah, Tebow hasn't been in the league for, fuck, I don't know, eight years or something. Who's the the douchey one that went to the Super Bowl again this year? And Yeah, that that's who I figured you would know. Yeah, I always You're, get him mixed up with Tebow. Yeah, the, the first name is close. Tom yep. Brady. Yeah. Hey, I got that. You there. got it. And and give me a basketballer. Um, <laughs> Scotty Pippen. <laughs> <laughs> You're like looking around the room. There's like some retro poster of NBA Jam or some shit. Uh, I don't know. He's like the most famous athlete in the world. Um, Le- oh, LeBron. Yes. James. You got it, man. Look at that. Yeah. I'm, and you, you'd like him. He's a good guy. He's not I'm a piece such a of shit jock. like Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see if I can do a baseball player. I I don't think so. Baseball has a, and it's not you. It's baseball just has trouble like promoting stars. Even though, I mean, they have stars, but unless you're like you're already a baseball fan, you're not going to see them just out and like you know, yeah. like LeBron James is ubiquitous. Yeah. Like, what? Who was the guy that was? He was nicknamed the uh, Panda on the Giants. He, oh boy, 
I mean, I know he, I, I know his name. I'm trying to think if he's like currently like on a roster, but he was last year, so I mean that would certainly count. Mm. But you don't think you'd pull his name? No, I don't think so. You are thinking of Pablo Sandoval. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Here, here's a great. If we're not talking about like 1989 Oakland A's. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Just because you really love the Lonely Island Bash Brothers special that they put out on Netflix. <laughs> Ex- like. Exactly. I did watch that, and it made me laugh, probably harder than it should have. Yeah. The, how great is the Lonely Island? Yeah, Lonely Island is great. So good. You know, a a reason to well, many. There's many reasons, but one maybe reason that people don't think about to encourage your children to take some interest in sports, whether it's actively participating or, or as a fan. I know uh, how to say names all like, you know, from Latin America or from uh-huh. like Eastern Europe or Russia mm-hmm. uh, because of, you know, baseball has lots and lots of Latin American players from Venezuela, yep. Dominican Republic. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, hockey and basketball, you get a lot of like, like the Czech Republic, Latvia, Finland. Like you can yeah. give me a Nordic name and I can differentiate if that's like, you know, Swedish or uh, Finnish. And yeah. like, I mean, it's it's not a, a tremendous skill, but <laughs> it anything to chip away at American ignorance, I think is sure you know, worthwhile, worthwhile. <laughs> and you get to say shit like, uh, oh, uh, my favorite up and coming hockey player, uh, Oh, I'm now going to fuck it up. But uh, You're going to butcher it now. I know. No, you don't get to Google it. You don't uh, get to Google it. <laughs> no, I know how to say it. I just can't remember th- the last name. How to say it. Uh. Steve in. <laughs> Smythe. <laughs> Perfect. No, there is a, a Finnish hockey player named Uko Pekka Lukanen. And Whoa. how fucking great, right? That's a good name. It's a great it's name. Uh, the, the, the Finnish, I, I really got to say, I have a an affinity, fin, affinity for your uh, naming structures. Anyway, sports talk is over, Danny. Good. Back to Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Oh, God, I'm sorry. I have to say one more tangentially sport-related thing, but this podcast also did a game uh, where it was, I think it was Finnish. It was Star Wars character or Finnish hockey player. Ooh, that's nice. Yeah. Maybe maybe I can steal that from them and, and give that to you because, I mean, you yeah. could just kind of go by um, process of elimination, you know? Yeah, yeah. So something fun. something to put in the quiver for later. We gotta, yeah. we, we should start playing some games. The only thing okay. is, like... It's either you get it or you don't. It can't be like me versus you, you know, yeah, because yeah. we would need a third party to like be the host or whatever. I get Han in here. <laughs> Uko. <laughs> finish. I'm not, not like, making. Not like finish. Like, yeah, yeah, no, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me yelling at my son. Just finish. <laughs> oh, my God. It'd be so good. <laughs> and I'd be like, stop it. You're rushing him. No, he's not Russian. He's from <laughs> Finland. Oh, <laughs> uh, Hans, Hans a real Swede boy. No, he's American. Okay, we got to stop this. 
But seriously, please check it out. No. No. Can we talk about music? God damn it. Sure. Okay, go. Thank you. I will. <laughs> Danny, I am uh I'm excited to get into this playlist. Um It's just a It's just a good time. And that's okay yeah. if I can if I say that. And we'll 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 um listen to and then potentially disregard your thoughts here in a moment. <laughs> but um man, what a just uh the, I, I think this is a spring summertime playlist here. Yeah. So do you do you want to jump right into the first song, or do you want? To, is there any preamble about? Um, I, I kind of want to know your your history with OK Go. You know, were I was. You, were you an early fan, or? Here's the thing. I think so. Mm-hmm. Because I remember having their first album. But I don't remember being aware of the treadmills at that time. Okay. But I'm trying to think how and why would I have an OK Go album? Like, like where would I have heard them? Because I don't know that any of these songs are on the radio. Yeah. I think, and I don't know for sure, there is a song, I believe it was Get Over It. Here, how about we do some fucking research and don't yell at me that I'm Googling. It's okay. Could it have been something that uh, mom and dad had? Absolutely not. <laughs> no? No. Okay. Okay, Go would not be something that uh, would interest them. Mm. They, they certainly were not aware of them before the treadmills. Okay. Okay. Um, let's see. Mm-hmm. Ow. Danny got so bored, his head just dropped and slammed into the desk. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> and we're back. It. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So, the song Get Over It was featured on the soundtrack of the video games Triple Play Baseball 2002 mm-hmm. and Madden NFL 2003. Mm-hmm. Don't Ask Me also off the self-titled debut, was featured on the soundtrack of video game MVP Baseball 03. That that must have been the one I... I believe I had MVP Baseball 03. And so I okay. believe this was a purchase influenced by my sports fandom. So, uh, listeners, you probably we're probably in minute three and a half of this episode because I'm sure Danny's cut out 25 <laughs> minutes of sports-related talk. <laughs> Don't need any of this. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it did it did lead me to to okay go. Um, so yeah, that it's funny because I was just thinking I was thinking about our record last night mm-hmm. and I was like, oh shit, this always comes up. When did I like them? And <laughs> and I I knew it was before Here It Go or uh yeah, Here It Here It Goes Again. Yeah. Here It Goes Again is the treadmill song. I knew it was before mm. Here It Goes Again was a thing, but I was like, fucking from where? And yeah, thanks yeah. to MVP baseball, which was a really good game as well. Hmm. All right. I, d- I honestly didn't know anything about them. I mean, I knew about the treadmill song and probably if I heard it, I'd be like, oh, okay, this song. But I didn't know what they sounded like. And in my mind, I was like, 
are they just like a generic kind of rock band? Maybe like a better version of Maroon 5 or something like that? Hmm. I also thought the bass player was the singer. Sure. For some yeah, reason. Yeah. He just well, I, has I that that look about him. Well, like I can tell you the man. reason. Okay. He does the lip syncing in a lot of the videos. Like, so when they're oh. on the treadmills, he's uh-huh. the one who's acting like the singer. Oh. Um, so okay. I, I don't know if maybe you, you know, at some point you saw that video um, and, you know, that there's also, yeah. uh, there's a, one other video at least where he's, he's lip syncing, but he's mm-hmm. not the actual singer. Interesting. Um, okay. So yeah, I think that might be a common, common uh, mistake, but I mean, one that they, you know, it's their fault. but yeah and so yeah i didn't know too much about them and it i didn't know you were a fan but somehow it made sense when you Mm. first brought them up somehow why i don't know maybe because of your age because you're i don't know 2002 2000 was the the next album five or four uh i think five um, I feel like that's the age where you're more likely to be into current music. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because you were in high school slash junior high ish when this came out. When yeah, this, this would have been eighth, eighth or ninth grade probably mm-hmm. when I procured this album. And I, but mean, I have no memory of like buying it or anything. Uh-huh. I just yeah. remember having it. But yeah. Cause yeah, I'm I'm fully aware of a lot of bands from the the mid to late '90s that I didn't necessarily own the album, uh, and probably some that I did have albums and don't remember where they came from or something like that. So yeah, interesting. But yeah, it kind of made sense. I told Amanda, I or I asked Amanda, I said, "Did you ever listen to OK Go?" She's like, "No, I know that one song." And I said, "Well, this is the band that Dante gave me," and she said, "He would." Yeah, I'm starting to get some real uh, Rodney Dangerfield no respect vibes from <laughs> Dante. I've never seen you wear a tie before. I was wearing a tie yesterday. <laughs> oh, um, this absolutely cannot be used for the socials, um, but I will send you a picture that is just embarrassing for oh so many reasons. That was Yay. taken yesterday. Just a huge fucking bummer. I won't post uh, it on socials, but I'll describe it. <laughs> okay. D- uh, deal? <laughs> oh, God. Also, here's the thing about kids today, now that I'm talking <laughs> like an old man. Uh, mm-hmm. If they're if they going to send you a photo, like via text message, uh-huh. they, they're going to send a screenshot and not the actual like photo. Why would they do that? Because they're, I don't know, maybe they like never think to like save, like save the photo that is sent to them so they don't have it like in their gallery or something. Mm. I, I don't know. But it's like every photo that a player sends me has the these like black borders because it's a screenshot. And I like, I, I, I told my player yesterday, I was like, just, just send me the actual photo. It's like, do you guys not realize like every time you do this, like, it gets shittier and shittier. <laughs> like it bothers me so much. So have you received this? 
I have. I'm staring at it right now. Great. You look so dapper with your tie and your slacks. <laughs> and my wife beater. <laughs> but you don't really think about it because of the tie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's a, oh, wait, I was going to say that's a punk move that hasn't been done, but I think Avril maybe very specifically did a, like, that type of tank top with a tie. Uh, yeah, yeah, I believe so. Fuck, I thought I was doing this, like, really funny thing that was uh, done uh, for serious purposes, like, 15, 20 <laughs> years ago. All right, so describe this photo, please, so we can okay. move on. So so Dante is standing on uh, a basketball court that I believe is being used for a volleyball court. Okay, it's, I'm on a volleyball court. Jesus. Like, again, some respect, please. Okay. Dante's on a volleyball court that is sometimes used as a basketball court. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> He's holding a, a bottle of Aquafina, I believe. Water. Okay. I don't know why you have to name the brand, you fucking whore. <laughs> He's got a it's got a yellow wristband on. It's true. Uh, a black button-down long sleeve shirt with a black tie that has white and gray stripes on it. So the the what you are seeing as white is actually gold. Oh, ooh, I like it even more now actually. Some dark gray slacks on, shirt tucked in. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> uh a <laughs> Wait, hold on. When you dress up is your are your dress shirts untucked? It depends on the top, but uh, if I were wearing this outfit, yeah, I'd probably be tucked. A nice black and gray mask on. It looks very good quality mask. It is a great mask. Thank you. I like it. Safety first. Yeah. And uh, we don't need hair... you to describe. Nope, nope. We don't need to describe anything that's going on above the mask. <laughs> his hair is not unlike some of the videos I saw of. Uh, early OK Go, the singer, has some very <laughs> floppy hair. Oh, God, I wish. He's got that some, some floppiness on top going on. I like it. I like it. But he's he's got a bit of a, a three-quarter stance, a little bit like he, is, he was turning. You can tell there's stance. a smile underneath that mask. You got some smizing eyes. Was there a smile underneath that mask, Dante? I honestly don't recall. And he's got one hand, the hand that's not holding the water bottle is on his hip. And the other hand holding, the, he, he looks like he's mid-turn. And he's going to like put the other hand on his hip while holding the water bottle and be like, you guys. So that is that is pretty accurate. Yeah. Uh, what was happening here is a player's mom, uh, this is like in between, in between games, like in between sets. Mm-hmm. And so the the team, the players are to the right of this frame and they're all kind of huddled up. And a, a player's mom was taking a picture of her daughter and her daughter's friend slash roommate. And they were like standing next to each other, posing, like looking up into the stands. And I saw them and I was like, what the hell, what the hell are you guys looking at? And I see, oh, like we have a, a picture situation going here mm -hmm. uh which i guess is fine i kind of wish maybe the focus of the players was a little more on the court and not <laughs> mom mom <laughs> but it was fine and so i kind of did like a like i looked then i i looked at my players i looked at the mom looked at the players looked at the mom and at that point the mom looked at me and i kind of gave her a 
I'm right here like <laughs> type of thing. And so I did kind of strike like a, yeah, a, bit goofy, of a, pose. a goofy pose. And, nice. and uh, I did not actually think she was going to take a picture. <laughs> I also did not think she was going to send it to her daughter. And I also <laughs> did not think the mom was going to post it on our team's Facebook page. <laughs> Hell yes. So I, for, you know what? Let me, uh, I got to do something right now, actually. Okay. I forgot I was going to do this yesterday, but it's hard hard to do from my phone. What if I just crop your head out and post that on on our socials? Just the body. Why? You and every girlfriend I've had have asked to <laughs> do that. Can I just crop your face? So we have this nice thread about our game. and it's Did you reached, We did. Good job. Thank you. And then in the comments... Dante striking a pose for the fans. Great game, ladies. Okay, so I'm now going to respond. I'm going to, yes, I'm going to leave her tagged. Attention, FBI. <laughs> uh, please. I can't, ugh, I can't get too uh, intense. I don't do FBI. That's too, that's too hacky. Attention, United States Space Force. <laughs> Please keep all surveillance on this photographer. She is banned from all team activities from this point forward. <laughs> Not sure if I'm going to get in trouble for this. Oh, just some friendly banter with moms. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I think I, I got an intro for the first song. Okay. Oh, wait, hold on. But before, well, yeah, but before you do that, um, you, you did mention, um, like, you were wondering what type of band OK Go was. Mm -hmm. and, and we'll see what you think after five songs, but it's like, are they kind of like a generic, uh, did you say Maroon 5? Is that how you said? I said, I said a, a generic pop rock band, but right. also a better version of Maroon 5, like early gotcha. Maroon 5. And I don't necessarily mean this as as like harsh criticism, but maybe mm -hmm. like it's interesting though because they're they are kind of a hard band to to pin down. Yeah, to kind of pin down genre wise, because certainly what the songs off the first album are are different than you know what they were doing like twelve years later. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's well maybe I'll I'll, I'll save it because I don't want to influence your thoughts um not that i could you are your own boy <laughs> i am my own boy <laughs> but yeah that and and that's why it, like i kind of find it curious that you think it makes so much sense that i would listen to them because i don't know that this sounded like a lot of other stuff i was listening to at the time mm -hmm. uh it wasn't rage against the machine yeah fucking so good yes it wasn't uh slip not Ooh. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't like Green Day or Blink. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I don't even know what else I was like listening to back then. It was eighth and ninth grade was a lot of things that like I just like dip my toe in really quick and pretend sure. or wanted to get into and then never sure. actually did. Uh, oh boy, I remember going, there, there was, there's two CDs I bought back then that uh, really just fucking creeped me out that I did this. Probably, maybe only one of them you will know. Okay. That is... Static X. Mm -hmm. I bought a Static X album. 
I believe it was their second album, not, um, what was their first one? Like Wisconsin Death Trip? I have no idea. Okay, sure. I know um, very little. I know about the hair and that's about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, uh, that joke I made about Lou Reed also applies. <laughs> but same to me in terms of musical icons. Sure. And then a band that would be like in that same genre mm-hmm. of bad I don't know if I can say it without like having some sort of like physical <laughs> response. Spine shank. Oh, I don't think I ever heard them before, but I, I know I, the name. I don't remember. I'm sure if I like heard a couple of their songs, I'd be mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, I remember this. But like, I could not tell you anything about them uh, except they were like, you know, that same genre of let's, let's write. Like what turns out in hindsight to be like very like lame rock songs, but let's try to essentially scare fourteen year olds. Yeah, and if if fourteen year olds find it scary, we will be very successful. And mm-hmm. I think that worked mm-hmm. quite a bit. Uh, I also I think I li- listened to some Power Man Five Thousand. Ooh, nice. Yeah, I'm starting to get why Amanda doesn't respect me. Uh, will you intro this first song, please? Yeah, so- Stop talking about new metal. Uh, I think I will post this uh, image on our socials and uh, crop out your face uh, because from the neck down, you're so damn hot. I saw you sliding out the bar. I saw you slipping out the back door, baby. Don't even try and find a line this time. It's fine, darling, you're still divine. Yep. Thank you. I think that was this, too fast, but uh, I hear that all the time. Um, <laughs> like coming. Sure. Come. What? I was trying to do an okay. Okay, go. Sure. Oh. Um, I thought you were like you were playing the guy that had like never like really understood what that means. <laughs> Somehow like you have of sand. You made it to forty and you have two kids and you're like, what the fuck is come? <laughs> so you're so damn hot. Mm-hmm. When I first when I, when I sent this to you, I kind of felt like I took a little bit of a swing with this first song because it's very. Bubblegum pop rock, but it's it's so good. It's it's so good. Not at all what I was expecting to hear. Um, what were you expecting, yeah, or do you know? I, I wasn't sure what I was expecting, but it wasn't this. Yeah, it's very bubblegum pop. There's a bit of like that geek rock feel to it, like Ozma Weezer. Mm-hmm. The nerve hurt her a little bit, but um, just kind of that heavy power pop guitar, uh, possibly, uh, I don't think a flat tuning, but but very good. And the synth, Dante the synth. Yeah. You know the way to my heart with the synthesizer. Is it through synth? Okay. Yeah. 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 Very good. Let me actually look at my notes here because okay. I did take some. Okay. Uh, yeah. 2002, I... Where was I in 2002 when this came out? I don't know, but I would have loved it. Absolutely loved it. Because of the synth, the backing vocals, and all the fucking harms on this album, or 
all of these songs, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, very, very good. I also really like at the, oops, 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 oops. At the end of each verse, there's a little rhyming. Damn it. You <laughs> That was my note. Scheme. Uh, yeah, buddy. It's so good. It's so good. Oh, cool. Are you looking for uh, 53? 53 seconds in? Is, am I looking for 53? Uh, I I think so. Oh, so oh. good. And they do that at the at every the end of every verse and just that rhyme rhyme rhyme. Yeah. Works every time time time. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> See, I oh, I'm so glad because I um, that exact part at 53. Well, I will. I was gonna play that as well. I think it's so fucking good. I was worried you might think it's just kind of dumb. No, not at all. Which I I, I can't even say like, yeah, I could see how it could be dumb, but I I can't. It's it's not. It's just good. It's just good. Also, the the subject matter kind of makes like like that line specifically like even better because he's he's like i know you don't love me and you're cheating on me and Mm -hmm. you're lying to me about this i know it's bullshit and i don't care and like but like but singing it in this like super like um oneaters yeah claps like that makes it like um all the more better super Um, happy sounding and bouncy yeah yeah and the the fucking synth on the chorus I'm just going to play it again. I like that all the like guitar solos have a synthy sound to them as well. Um, you can tell that it's a guitar, I think, but they always have some sort of electronic feel to them. And I, I kind of love it. I, is it this song or is it another song where there's just like a very quick, simple, like slide part, but it's, it, and it's for sure a guitar, but it, yeah, it kind of, uh, walks the line between, you know, guitar and synth. Mm-hmm. But oh yeah, now I can't remember if it's this song or not because I didn't specifically write it down in my notes, and I'm stupid. <laughs> but um, a, a another part of this song, and you kind of already got into it. The uh, the O's mm-hmm. in in the chorus, and they kind of I think they go like like one goes up and one goes down or something like yeah. that. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, we are listening for the O's. So good. Are we high up in the atmosphere? Because I feel like I'm in the ozone, baby. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, once again, I am just, I'm tickled because, uh, because yeah, that, it, it's pop, but it's not pop punk. Mm-hmm. It's it's rock, but it's certainly not um, in spine the shank. inner circle. It's it's no spine shank. <laughs> so, 
I, I yeah, I, I was worried maybe you would you would dismiss it as just kind of like a, a throwaway pop rock song. But like, I, mm. I definitely know you have you have pop bones in you. I do have I do have at least one pop bone. Ayo. Oh God, just this is an all timer. We we can tell we can fucking frame this episode. Put yep, it up on the yep. wall. <laughs> Put it up on the wall, the frame. Uh it's golden. Let's see. Uh do you have any other notes? Because I don't have any other notes. I guess that's the problem when I like things. Yeah, right. It's so much easier to uh to like critique and, and make fun mm-hmm. of something. Mm-hmm. I, I had one other one other notes and it's it's not as as good as the others but so i'll play this so who's this other guy you got which other rooms are riding hot shot sugar i could have swore you said before no more for sure what i believe it's so hard to fade out any part of this song because this song is just like <laughs> It's just hook laden. Um, yes. But I, I really like, well, first of all, yeah, they, they end again with another, and I'm going to go ahead and say stupid, but brilliant rhyming scheme. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, what does he say? Before, for sure, no more, whatever. Like, yeah, it does yeah. not matter, but yeah. it's just, it's just fucking ear candy. But yeah. just that little, like, the, like, palm mute single note, like, breakdown mm-hmm. guitar lines are just like, so simple but like hit exactly how they're supposed to it's just really really good pop songwriting and this album this debut album has so much of that Mm -hmm. i wonder how much through these five songs you give me five songs from five different albums i think um and forums oh right because the last one is on the first okay um that's well actually consistent Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, five songs from albums. That we'll, we can agree on that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I would call all of these songs. <laughs> the the quality of the songwriting is consistent throughout to where everything just feels perfect and exactly where it should be. And I wonder, are they that just that good, the four of these lads? that good at writing songs uh is there a common producer or do they have you know a bunch of producers helping them out with this stuff if they do i mean keep going because they're doing a (laughs) good job and through the years of these different um songs i mean i guess i shouldn't get to overall thoughts yet but um through all these different songs, it never felt forced or overly polished or and it, I guess kind of like what you were saying with Labyrinth where it you felt like those edges were, were a little too sanded down or, or whatever. Yeah. It never got that way for me. I think, and I, I don't know the overall like percentages, I think the the lead guy, the guy who is the actual... Mm-hmm, the um, actual singer, singer Damien. I don't know if it's Kulash. Um, I think I, I, I say it like that just because Goulash. Uh, goulash it's Goulash. Is, right, exactly. <laughs> so Damien Kulash, or yeah, I'm sorry, Damien. Um, you have yeah. a cool name, that's for sure. And I'm not trying to make a pun of your last name. It's just Damien's <laughs> a great name, and yeah, yeah. 
I, I think he's the primary songwriter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other guys, I think, you know, dabble in it as well. I, th- I think the bassist yeah. has his hand in a quite a bit of songs as well. Yeah. Um, I don't know if there's a, a common producer. That is, that's fucking um, bordering on record label talk. And you know, I don't traffic in that. <laughs> uh, let Let's me see. I'm going to go on uh, Genius because sometimes that'll say who's producing things. Do you know Howard Willing or David Trumfio? Trumfio? They produced this first album that we're listening to right now. That would be a good thing to look on Discogs about. Tor Johansson is the second. Tor. <laughs> David, or sorry, Dave. Well, probably David. Dave Fridman. <laughs> uh, that did the. Sounds familiar, actually. And then Dave Fridman. So Dave Fridman's done the last two. What else is Dave? Good old Dave done. Dave Trumfino. Trumfio. <laughs> you Trum- want to say Trombino? Trum- yeah, Trombino. Oh shit, dude! What? So fucking uh, old Davey Fridman. Guess mm-hmm. what his most recent album is that he produced? What? 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 Mogwise as the love continues. Ooh, we talked Interesting. about Interesting. Oh fuck, he did a he did a Baroness album. Oh. See, I knew he, that he name did, sounded familiar. He did, okay, yeah, he did multiple Baroness albums. Oh, Flame. this guy. Dave <laughs> Trumfino, Trumfio. Uh-huh. We're not we'll talking about the same Dave, right? No, I'm talking about Fridman. Okay. He produced the Anniversary's first album, the first oh. Kofax album. Who are both of those bands? Bands I apparently need to give you. Although I guess so. Kofax, that's going to be our our one album thing that we we're talking uh, about. Spoiler. Yeah. Um, a built to spill thing. <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, seven inch, a single. Okay. Uh, American Music Club. Oh, built to spill. There is no end. Dude, it's a really good. Dude, album. dude. Okay, dude, dude. Are you familiar? Hold on. Hold fucking on. Oh, he did a soft kill thing too. Wow. Stop reading things. Yes, sir. So Davey Frids (laughs) has done these two albums. One is called Common Existence and one is called No Devolution. (gasps) I know who that is. Those are two Thursday albums that I don't really like. Oh. (laughs) <laughs> but still this still. guy's got his hands in a lot of stuff that we are familiar with yeah tame impala spoon flaming lips do you like a city by the light divided i do well he produced that as well oh cool i just kind of want to see what he looks like does this guy look cool hmm. um the no. picture on discogs is is not very cool but it's just a picture he looks like one of my philosophy professors from Sac State. Oh. Which is to say, like, c- cooler than your average person, mm-hmm. but not like mu- or music producer cool. This is quality content we're, we're I know. I was right like, here. what's interesting, I was just, not interesting, uh, I was just thinking like, oh, this is fun, like discovering stuff. And then I was like, oh, mm-hmm. we're just reading a list off the listeners. <laughs> 
Hey, band name. Oh, and band name. <laughs> Phantom Planet. Remember that? Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Fucking, I'm I'm on board with any Jason Schwartzman product, project, or product. <laughs> yeah, he produced my favorite low album, The Great Destroyer. All right. Well, Danny. Uh, what? What? Wake up. Okay. Hi. Yep. Um, I think it's... I think it might be pretty clear what's going to happen if we don't get back on track talking about OK Go. Um, I'm sorry, dude. The the writing's on the wall. the next song okay <laughs> just kidding well, i'll do you, that in post i was gonna say you know you do that in post right <laughs> i can forget that that happens so uh we were driving down uh power pop lane yes and then we took a left turn onto post-punk avenue it was uh, oh or interesting n- new wave post-punk avenue Def- definitely a swerve, and I was a little concerned about that. Post-punk. Huh. Explain yourself. So, first bands that come to mind when I first heard this song immediately was New Order, uh, but also The Cure. This is some very, very big hashtag. Cure, hashtag vibes. But, you know, post-punk where the, the bass is very loud, prominent, a bit of chorus on the bass usually as well. But very good because I'm not a huge post-punk fan. Like a a lot of times when bands do that kind of thing, I'm not that into it. There's a band called Soft Kill who I mentioned a little bit ago because one of the producers from OK Go produced their latest thing. Uh, They're pretty good. But uh, yeah, I usually don't, I'm usually not into it. This song, however is quite good and at 49 seconds i like the fun little synth sounds i had that in i had that in my notes i just wrote fireworks <laughs> yeah yeah it's very fun. Um, it is. This is a a, a some like I thought maybe you were going to say you were literally driving like with Amanda or the kids or something. <laughs> this is a this is a great driving a summertime yeah, drive song. Totally. I think. It's it's just it's bouncy. It's it's happy. It's it's kind of uh, you know uh, it's it's one of those like hey you know keep at it things are going to get better type yeah. of type yeah. of songs. It's just like. Sorry, I got milk voice there for a second. Um, I drank no milk, but within the past like 16 hours, I did eat an entire large pizza. Uh, I don't feel good. <laughs> it's a song that I want to have hug me. Mm-hmm. You know? Sure. It, it's just a, it's a very nice, happy song. The production is, it's like, it's very like 
crisp and, and clean. Mm-hmm. And in some genres, that would be negative. Mm-hmm. But it, it certainly works for something that's as like synthy and poppy as this song. Yeah, yeah. I, I wrote this note before listening to the last song on the playlist, but uh, I say I feel like this band can't sound unhappy. Uh, uh, yeah, well. <laughs> I, I feel like the song is sad, but still sounds really fun. Like, I feel like the lyric content of uh, just wanting to get someone high again, which which Dante, Dante, here, I'm going to steal yeah. one of your jokes off mic real quick. Yeah. Uh, as an edgeman, I, I don't like the content of this song. Talking about getting someone high, Dante, uh-huh. on... I mean, the very least marijuana. I don't. We think don't so. know that. I think you're making some assumptions that okay. we just can't. Don't pin that on Damien. Okay. Okay. He can get I fucking know. arrested for you saying that. <laughs> you already mentioned FBI earlier. And his name is Kulosh, which very possibly could be a strain of marijuana for all we know. It's true. It's true. Okay. So okay. great. So now we got him. Now we got him for running a grow up. He's done <laughs> okay. for, man. Okay. Be be okay. Kulosh. Be Kulosh. Okay. Hey, we're back. Uh, Sorry about that, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I I feel like the content of the song is is sad a bit, but also very. It just sounds happy. But I I think the 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 intention of the like of him presumably, but like the person of the song is positive. It's like it's like I'm going to be there for you or like we're going to get through this together it's not Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. it's not like all the way like melancholy and hopeless you know yeah Yeah, like i i just want to see some pleasure in your eyes like i don't know like it's it's like there's still some happiness there and and we're going to figure this out um i really really like the line i mean in in the chorus where he says it it seems like forever since we had a good day like for whatever reason like that really that really sticks with me um, I don't know why, because fucking every day is just like a nine at the minimum for me. Yeah, yeah. Here's a serious question, though, and, and okay. you're going to think I'm fucking with you, and I'm not. Okay. Your, your Edgeman bit, mm-hmm. which it is, I know, like, uh, like not a bit in terms of your lifestyle, but <laughs> I don't think you typically go around calling yourself an Edgeman or... That's <laughs> how uh, I introduce myself. <laughs> Hi, Danny. Danny. Yep, Ed- Edgeman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is that uh, your last name? No. That actually would that be a good last name? I don't know. If if a like like do you actually dislike a song if it is no. talking about be, no? Okay. Well, I don't know. I don't know how like um how Republican you are about marijuana. <laughs> no, no, I don't. I don't care. Even I mean, even if the there i feel like i've heard some songs where the lyrical content is being straight edge is stupid or something like that and i'm just like yeah it kind of is but you know whatever <laughs> <laughs> well it's uh what the listeners were hoping for another tangent with like 15 minute potential <laughs> I have not thought about this long enough to know if this is an apt comparison. And the reason I haven't thought about it is because it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Um, But I can see where people's maybe contention with 
the edge thing is like when people are like, oh, good. Ricky Gervais is talking about being an atheist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, where yeah. it's like. It gets I, exhausting. It's like, ta- ta- and I'm sure there's other examples that would probably refute this, but it's the the campaign for what you're not doing mm-hmm. for some reason is more grading than like <laughs> campaigns to do something. Sure, sure. If that makes sense. Um, not that there, I guess there are campaign campaigns to like drink. It's just uh, TV advertising. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's it's probably one of those things where maybe I'm more libertarian about it, which is a <laughs> god awful thing to fucking say out loud. But where it's just like, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, don't don't drink. That's that's. I mean, I don't drink, so I'm not mm-hmm. like I don't come at it from the side of like pussy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, was that worse than libertarian? <laughs> I think it was. But yeah, it's just that thing. I was like, I don't ever want to really get into what I do or don't do. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, but, I don't ever, I don't go around saying, no, I'm straight edge. If someone like offers me a drink, I don't sure. go, no, I'm straight edge. Fuck you for offering. Um, <laughs> I just saying, say, oh, no, thank you. No, thanks. I don't drink. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saying no, thanks. I'm edge, though. It would. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, I think I would rather start drinking again than, uh, like, have someone say that to me. I yeah. don't think I can handle that. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're, you're not a punisher about it. And I didn't mean to imply that you are. Um, but when you just when you said that, like, I guess there's songs about how being edge is dumb, which I've, I've never heard these songs, yeah. I don't think. But um, I, I would feel the same way about, like, well, like, no, being atheist uh, isn't dumb. Um, being a Ricky Gervais is about it is mm-hmm. yeah. like, yeah. you know, anyway. So what do you think about God? <laughs> uh, I'm, Does, I'm an, do you think I'm God drinks? <laughs> is God edge? Jesus did in the Bible. Well, that's the only place he did anything. That's true. Writings on the wall. Good song. Very it, different. It's a very good song. Very different. I, but not in a bad way. I feel like this band tries new things successfully as other bands might try new things very unsuccessfully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And overall, it's just, it's fun. There you have it. Danny said getting high is fun. Yes, I did. Mm. I did. I'm going to go do that. You have to go do that because uh, you're actually addicted. Mm -hmm. And for you... Um, drugs, it's all about needing, getting. like how when one of us likes a band, we kind of get through these episodes kind of quick. <laughs> Do you like that? I, d- I, I don't like that. I hate this song. No, you don't. No, I don't. I love this song. It's really great. And the video was fucking awesome. You mentioned the the bass. I don't know if I know the video for this song, actually. Now that you mentioned that, that's kind of oh, really? with me. Let me... 
you should watch it. It's it's very cool, and it's actually a different version of the song. Is are they in a vehicle? Yes. The video starts with a bouncy paper towel cold open. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The uh, the chime, not the chimes. The uh, fuck. What what would they even be? The like xylophone or whatever mm-hmm. going over the nails. That is very good. Yeah. That must have taken forever to like fucking figure out where to put those nails. And the speed that you have to drive. Yes. Yeah, they're cool. They do cool things. They do um, cool videos. I really like this one. Are you continuing to watch it? Should we wait? No, no, I, I paused it. Okay, okay. I really liked this video and I sat, like watched the whole video and then I was like, well, now I have to like look at a making of to see if they actually did this. And they totally yeah. did. Because, um, yeah, there's a part where they had like over 100 guitars like laid out for the guitar solo and like they drove past all these guitars and they each one was tuned to a specific tuning and it did the solo and it, it's very cool that's wild i'm let's see i i believe they actually like all their videos are legit there's one where the the thing is like oh we can't we did this crazy rube goldberg um thing in one take Mm -hmm. and it's actually like you can tell there's a couple spots where they were able to splice it together yeah yeah um liars i mean it's still super cool and i guess the answer is you haven't seen this because uh you are a famously hashtag good boy there's Mm -hmm. a video they do i can't remember for what song off top of my head where like they show you like they're in like a like a soundstage type of thing and there's like this big flash and all these like explosions and shit. And Mm -hmm. it like takes place in like two seconds. Yeah. And then, but the video is they filmed it all with this like super slow-mo. And so you can actually see all these things that happened within these like two seconds. Whoa. And it's like mind blowing. Crazy. Like, yeah. So that's a good afternoon for you. Someday you just watch all these cool. Okay. Go videos. Yeah, totally. Um, For the writings on the wall, you mentioned that the, the base was, Pumped up a little bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I feel like that doesn't even hold a candle to the bass mix yes. on this song and this whole album of the yes. blue color of the sky. How did you feel about that? The bass tone on this album is fucking, or this song, I mean, is fucking great. I love it. This song is very cool for a few reasons. The I like the guitar intro, and then when the beat comes in, you aren't, I don't know, for me anyway, I wasn't expecting it to be kind of a slow halftime-ish beat or whatever. Mm-hmm, I was expecting mm-hmm. it to be a little faster. And the guitar kind of stops and the guitar is not very prominent in this song. It's a very bass and and percussion rhythm heavy song, which is kind of great. Yeah, the, the bass tone is so rad. It's just kind of slightly distorted and heavy sounding. Oh so good it it's almost like it's kind of like coming out of a blown out speaker a yeah, little bit yeah and it's really good on this song i will say when you listen to this album like when you try to listen to it you know front to back mm-hmm. it grows a little like wearisome wearisome mm, okay what am i trying to say Ty- tiresome is is wearisome a word how mm-hmm. am i this dumb <laughs> but it's it's just like boy 
I've been listening to this like fucking pounding bass for mm-hmm. 40 so minutes. So he keeps that tone like throughout? This whole album is either performed or mixed like how the song is, where the bass is so oh. much more prominent than everything else. Interesting. Okay. Um, I mean, it's kind of like, and, and my knowledge of this isn't great, but it's kind of like a 70s, like, R&B album mm-hmm. in, in some ways, or like Soul. Like, like what was the Bowie album that was like 70s, like, Philadelphia soul music? Um, is that Was that the one with Young Americans? Oh, is it oh. is it called Young Americans? It might be. I don't remember the names of a lot of his albums. Yeah, yeah, I think it is Young Americans. Um, and not to say this is like Bowie, but just that kind of like mm-hmm. trying something different. They're yeah. certainly getting away from the pop rock, and now they're like gonna sing a lot of like falsetto, yeah. crank up that yeah. bass, get a little more soulful. Um, how did you listen to this? Are you listening like? In your car, like with headphones, like just your phone? Mainly on my um, AirPods and sometimes in the car, but mainly AirPods. Okay. Gotcha. I, I just thought that might, like if you were just listening like from your phone speaker, it oh, would no, certainly no. be a I lot I mean, I did sometimes, but not usually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and after you know the song, like it's... Yeah, exactly. Kind of just to not forget. How did you feel about the lyrics of this song? I don't know if I felt anything about the lyrics of this song. Hold on. Let me look at them. Okay. I'll be right here. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. 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 I do like the lyrics of this song, especially, uh, it don't get much dumber than trying to forget a girl when you love her. Yeah. Okay. Again, I was like, I wonder if he's going to think this is stupid, but I, I wrote in my notes, the, the quote ain't much that's dumber lines Mm -hmm. like are, um, yeah. And then that line specifically. For sure. Some, sometimes just saying what is true <laughs> is kind of <laughs> the best nah. route to go. <laughs> I don't operate like that, but okay, that's fine for you. Because, I mean, it's true. And emo sad boy Danny, in probably in whenever this album came out, I don't remember what this one came out. 10, I want to say. Okay, well, sooner than that. But sad emo, emo boy Danny totally gets that feeling oh yeah you know yeah and and sad emo boy dante when i first heard this at like 23 or whatever Mm -hmm. like yeah yeah for sure was like uh the the part that it was missing was that um like probably within um probably correct choice to uh to leave (laughs) sure me (laughs) you know but the the song also doesn't have the like fuck her she's stupid and like you know sure sure we're gonna bury her and listen to census fail um, <laughs> like this is just like oh yeah like I miss her and it sucks and yeah yeah like, I can't do anything about it um, so then the yeah go ahead here three twenty five oh yeah three twenty four oh okay. Oh, fuck. Never mind. I hate this part. Nope. Hold on. Hold on. That's my next note. 206. I did this right the first time, everybody. 206. 
dreamy, surfy movement. I really love this part, the dreaminess mixed with the background noise, especially after the song falls apart with the distortion and the weird, or not distortion, but the the feedback from the guitar and stuff, and just kind of ends in this dream that doesn't sound like the first half of the song, and it's gorgeous. doesn't sound like the first half but the way they get there is like it works like it's logical mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. and so we say basically the same thing i say the song begins to disintegrate after the three minute mark and where you said uh what you say? you said dream surfy. Said dreamy surfy pretty okay i think those are three words that describe the band that i referenced here okay it turns into some buildings breeding noodling oh buildings breeding. don't don't you think a little bit yeah yeah i could totally with the tone that chris always got on his guitar was a very dreamy surf tone that fucking jaguar (laughs) chris that fucking jag (laughs) (laughs) um yeah, absolutely. Totally, we, totally Buildings Breeding. Will you, will you fucking Everyone go listen right to Buildings now. Breeding. Yes, do that. Fucking uh, great band. Uh, infuriatingly nice people mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as well. Yes. Did I, did I tell you about how I procured uh, the Buildings Breeding discography? Mm-mm. Went to see them at... I think it was Luigi's. Mm-hmm. I don't actually remember seeing them at Luigi's though, but I know this happened at the pizza place. So anyway, okay. okay. F- some dimple people were there. Um, some, some even someone would say in excess of beers were consumed. Sure. Um, and and Chris was there, and we were talking, and I don't remember how it came up, but at one point he was just like. Hold on, I'll be right back. Mm-hmm. And he disappears. And two minutes later, he has a fucking stack of CDs. Yeah. That he just like shoved into my chest. And we're like, yeah. here, man, I want you to have all of these. <laughs> and it was just like, it was like, you you don't make any money. What are yeah. you doing? I, like, just such a nice guy. I don't think. Maybe the last one, 
But I don't think I've ever paid for any of his music because he just shoves it at me like that. <laughs> I think he really he really pushes his music on people. <laughs> <laughs> just turn it into a negative. <laughs> uh, I think the last one he put out on vinyl. I think I gave him money for that one. I think he tried to give it to me for free, but I shoved some money at him and ran away. How? <laughs> what year would that have been? I might be thinking um, of one prior to that. It was one that came out way later. It was called like Rad Rad Dude or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it came the the vinyl release came out like a couple years after. Okay. Or something like I, that. Or it was a repress of something. I don't remember, but I might be thinking of the the one before that cuz he did I think they did a thing where like you know, you, you'd give him $10 and like your whatever, like your Facebook profile photo at the time, like is in the liner notes. Oh, or some shit. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's. Was that his Flowers album? Yes. Yes, it was. It okay. was Flowers. Absolutely. Yep. Um, holy shit. Yeah, I totally forgot about Flowers yeah. there for a second. Um, never, uh, never got my hand on uh, one of those albums. That oh, really? Fucking stupid mug is in. <laughs> but yeah. Um, God damn it. Buildings, breeding, flowers. Um, what was so flowers was like the kind of like electronic, flowers like just was him a little and more like electronic. a lot of I think it was yeah. a solo deal. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, buildings breeding. He he that kind of like fizzled out. Well, didn't fizzle out because they had like a last show. Um I believe I was there. Was that the one in Davis? There was a last Sacramento show at Luigi's and a last show in Davis at Delta Venus. I oh, I had no idea where I was. Um, I definitely went to the Davis show. Mm -hmm. That is when that was probably one of the many times I really tried to talk with uh, the drummer Justin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think this has already come up where it was just like yes, yes. About like ninety percent through my monologue, I realized <laughs> he he just wants to go sit with his girlfriend and have a drink. I should probably just leave. Oh, yeah, I've gotten everything I need from this. I've I've I was in the back by myself, just fucking mellowing out to kite fire. I'm good. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, so so good. So good. So good. So good. <laughs> All right. What are we talking about? We're we're talking about okay, go and how dreamy. How, yeah, how dreamy it turns into a building's is. breeding song. Totally. Um, totally. Th this was another song. I mean, not to say that I thought any of these songs were going to be fucking like, uh, depending on what sport reference you want to try to keep up with, Danny. I, I didn't feel like any of these were going to be a home run and or a slam dunk. Mm -hmm. Or a goal. Um, or a goal. Mm -hmm. Hey, man, thank you. I, yeah. I've been looking for someone to talk hockey with. <laughs> Um, so just hearing the word is nice. Yes, yes. Um, but I certainly thought that this might be a, this could be pretty hit or miss because it's, it's produced kind of weird. Mm -hmm. It's the, the songwriting is a, a little different. Just, yeah, the style is again, this is, you know, third song, kind of the third style change we've had. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Every um, song is different. Even the first and last song on the same album. Right. Feel different. I, I would say the second and fourth are kind of similar. Sure. Um, yeah. And so, you know, what's funny is I, for whatever reason on the playlist for the next song, I gave you the single version. 
Um, but if I'm not too much mistaken, I think that is on the same album uh, as Writings uh, on the Wall. Yes, yes, I believe it is. And I even put the single version on my playlist. What a good boy. Gosh dang. Gosh dang. Anything else to say about needing getting? No, it's very good. Yeah. If if I had more notes, I could say I'm not through. it like how he says it again i'll do that in post (laughs) i'm not through you gotta you gotta hit the coulash falsetto (laughs) the coulash falsetto uh coulash Sorry, I didn't mean to clash okay. out at it's you okay. like that. I really enjoy the electronics on this one. The fun little beat they've got and the little ding, 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 ding part. Very nice. Another great bass tone. Less distorted, but still very good. Mm-hmm. This entire song, up until 2 minutes and 24 seconds, feels very, very delicate. Everything is very... Sure, yeah. Very delicate. I I think I'm trying to say the same thing as delicate. And I think delicate's a better way to put it. Um, I wrote that that this song is almost comically smooth. Yes, very smooth. You know, it, it's very smooth, which is but but delicate for sure. Again, it's really well written, mm-hmm. but this song almost borders on like I don't know, like self parody almost because mm-hmm. it's like. I feel like it's so specifically a style. It's so specifically like this type of song. And to be honest, if you, accompanied by the visuals of who is performing this song, mm-hmm. you're like, is this a joke? Do they think this is funny? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the, the this is like a couple dick jokes away from Lonely Island. Sure, sure. <laughs> I, I think this for me, of the playlist might be the most disposable of the songs, but I still really, really like it. Mm-hmm. And those those chorus vocals are just yes. such an earworm. So good. Um, you, I will definitely walk around my apartment just like embarrassingly high singing. <laughs> and hey, 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 don't get upset. I mean, high as in pitch, oh, okay. not cool. as in like the state of my oh. fucked I was about, up I was about to go into a monologue of minor threat lyrics <laughs> danny just pulled out a what looks like a scroll titled something the danger of gateway dogs <laughs> what is that so the strings and I, I don't know if this adds to our conversation at all but it immediately made me think of this song by the faint 
No, it's not going to add anything for me. Do they sound the same? No, they don't. <laughs> but it made me think of that. So I'm, I might need two attempts to get this right. Sweet. But so we can just edit out my mistake. But that song, The Strings by The Faint, made me think of this song <laughs> by Trail of Dead. Mm-hmm. Proper things. <laughs> T. Decapitations, but lawful <laughs> ones. Slavery. Whoa. Danny. <laughs> Come on, man. Jesus. I was thinking more like uh, like medieval times. Well, it was probably like slaves what? back then, too. Yeah, I, I suppose. I I don't know at all, but maybe I'm just hopeful that uh, back then the slaves were just like the nearest poorest white person and not necessarily maybe. an import. <laughs> I, like that to me sounds like fucking, you know, a thousand years ago. Yeah, yeah. Dragon. British. <laughs> yes. Ah. <laughs> uh. Fun. fun. Okay, fun, well, fun. so what strings did that remind you of? <laughs> I was trying to think of a, a name of some classical composer or whatever, but I'm too stupid, so. That's okay. I, my next one would have been just like the string quartet tribute to <laughs> Keeping Secrets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I did buy at a Tower Records. Ooh. I, I saw one of those live one time. A string, a string quartet string tribute? quartet, basically tribute thing. They played that uh, uh, Amuse song, which was kind of fun. Wh- which song amused you? <laughs> the Muse one that they did. It amused me. Um, what uh, what Muse song? I think it was. I mean, it was on Absolution. I don't remember what it was called. Yeah, yeah. I had that album. I can't remember a ton of it off the top of my head. Did they also have a song called Stockholm Syndrome? Probably. They sound like a band that would have a song called Stockholm Syndrome. (laughs) Right. Okay. So, uh, like I said, song was delicate. Very delicate feeling up until... Robot the, motion guitar <laughs> solo. <laughs> it, and, and I mean this in the best way. It kind of sounds like someone found like an instrument from space and is like, I don't know how to work it. <laughs> I really like that. That um, I'm not sure what it is in the background, but it's just going boop, boop, boop. It's just going like those three notes higher, higher, higher. The the strings or the or the like synthy sound that's in the background. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All of that? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yes, it's good. Uh, I just know it's not the thing in the foreground. Yeah, yeah. They must have had their suppressed background mm-hmm. sound on. <laughs> Big mistake in the recording studio. 
maybe later, see, they performed. I mean, they performed Here It Goes Again quite a bit on all the shows. But yeah, if you watch those like 2003 to 6 live videos, boy, what a dreamboat. Yeah. Mm. He, he really had that. Uh, he kind of is a less infuriating version of, um, I can't remember the guy's name, Tyson, Tyler. The guy from All American Rejects. Oh, oh, yeah. I could, I could agree with that or see that or whatever. Yeah, for like, I, I can recognize that guy as good looking, but he also like something just pisses me off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, probably like that I don't look like that, but um, <laughs> but Damien is he's more the like the nice boy who looks like that. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree. I would agree with that. Um, what is that guy's see. name? Tyson. No, that's a boxer. Those are chicken nuggets. <laughs> Tyson. I was going to say Tyson Ritter, but then I was like, I'm just mm. thinking of fucking Jason. Jason Ritter. No, from uh, the movies. <laughs> I was just thinking of famous handsome people. Oh. All American Rejects guy. Mm-hmm. Jason from the horror movies. <laughs> Holy, f- this sucks. Hmm. How old do you think All-American Rejects guy is? Mm, I would assume he's close to my age. So I'll say 38. 36. Oh, okay. Um, Not as old as he needs to be. Okay. To make me feel less shitty. (laughs) It really stinks when you get... I don't know what the exact age is. Uh, I'm sure Mm. like Malcolm Gladwell's probably written about it or some shit. (laughs) Probably while he was on the Lolita Express with uh, Epstein. Um, he was on the plane, Danny. Okay. Oh, wow. I guess this is something that isn't important to Danny. I guess he's just <laughs> okay with it. Um, but, like, there's that age where you're just like, oh, there's there's no more, like, we'll see what I end up being when all is said and done. <laughs> like, there's there's no more potential. You'll grow into it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like, no, it's always gonna look like that. You're you're finished, bro. <laughs> like, there's yeah, yeah. Somewhere in uh, your thirties, that happens. Well, yeah, and it, it, it's happened for me. And holy, f- what the? F- okay, never mind. Never mind. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing: he's he's got he's got too much uh, Jared Leto in him. Mm-hmm. Where Damien doesn't. Maybe Damien has more. Um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt or, or something maybe a little more wholesome mm-hmm. to his whole vibe, which I uh, choose to appreciate more. Yeah, agreed. He's just got a little more coolosh. Yes. I'm sorry, Damien, if you're listening, which I assume you're not. All right, back on topic. What? Flight of the Concords. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I got that, that in, little... in another song too, a little bit, but it really stuck out here where I was like, I could see some New Zealanders singing this. Not as funny. No, well, sure. But yeah, I, I, and see, that's kind of what I was saying though is like, 
they're bordering on comedy <laughs> without any intention. Yeah, yeah. Now, to to the credit of Flight of the Concords, they write really good songs yeah. and they're good they're good musicians and songwriters. That's the thing. So it's good songs, it's, good harms. Right. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> I mean, I uh, this is probably not great to say, but like you you put a little extra thought into it, thought into it or do kind of like a double take when uh, four dudes who look like OK Go mm-hmm. are making music that sounds like this, right? Sure, yeah. I mean, it's it's not uh, exclusively a black art form, but certainly, you know, if you go back to the 70s, I think, like, pioneered and popularized. Well, I mean, I guess we could do this with maybe every yeah, genre yeah, yeah, of music. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I know, right? I know so, what uh, you're getting at, though, for sure. Um, especially the, the kind of groove of it. It's, it's got kind of that soulful, almost Motown kind of. This is closer to to a Bruno Mars song Mm -hmm. than a Blink song. Yeah. Right. And so where they, when they started with that, like pop rock. Yeah. They, they've certainly gone towards the like, yeah, dancey R&B. Yeah. And see. Style. I like that they branch out like that because you. I almost feel like this is something Rivers Cuomo has tried to do and just completely fucked it up. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't know for a fact. I haven't listened to those later Weezer fucking albums, but 25 years straight of fucking up. <laughs> um, but yeah, Hold on, I'm getting a DM. Uh Oh, what? How did he hear? He bugged the CD. He sent me. <laughs> Dante, how do you like it? What was that? The end of your rivers thought? Just that he, I, I he's believe so. That trying he, something he similar. Sucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, he he does. He totally sucks. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Danny. Um, are you ready? Uh, I I am ready to continue our talk about Rivers Cuomo. <laughs> no, I don't want to continue that talk. Well, but uh, too bad. Um, <laughs> if you think about the perfection that was early Weezer. Mm-hmm. Is it worth having current Weezer continue to pump out albums with just the like smallest glimmer of hope that one day that 90s alt-rock greatness will yeah. return? No, I mean, I don't want them to do that either. I don't, they're not going to be able to do that. And the things that I feel like they try to do they just don't do and they need to quit or just play the fucking play your hits. Dante's leaving. He's so mad. Here's the thing. And you probably hear this from Amanda all the mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. You don't even understand why I'm mad. Okay. Okay. You want to, you want to take a guess? Cause you No. you know what? I'm not even going to say it. <laughs> I'm not even going to tell you. You're going to figure it out when you listen back and edit this. Okay. Okay. Um, Return. Shit. I was going to say something that I totally forgot what I was going to say. Return. The final song of the playlist is called Return. Rivers Cuomo. Weasel. (laughs) Dante's so mad at me. (laughs) 
Unbelievable. I'm going to text him later and I'm not going to hear back. Yeah, of course you are. Because fucking I need I need one like person over 20 to text me at some point. <laughs> he's going to purposely turn on his red receipts so that I know that he read it and he's not going to text me back. Ooh, that's good. <laughs> okay. All right. I think this is my favorite song. It's really fucking Wow. Good. And it's sad. And I think the the fact that it's sad makes it my favorite song. Fucking just I I am stunned. Uh I'm I guess I'm not stunned you liked them. Uh not stunned you like this song. I'm stunned that I didn't fuck it up by like potentially switching all of these songs with five other songs. <laughs> um and and maybe you would have felt the same, but like I knew I wanted to pick two songs off their first album because I wanted a, they have like, they had like three or four that were really good candidates for like mm-hmm. that straight ahead pop rock banger. Mm-hmm. The other song was always going to be Return. Okay. I don't think the song is or was popular. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's a, it's an album track off a debut album with video game soundtrack hits <laughs> sure, and sure. nothing else. But I uh, so I'll just say this, and I, I will let you absolutely go. I have one note for this song. It's an emotional banger, mm-hmm. and I love it. That's it. Yeah, yeah. That's, I I listened to it a few times, and I was like, "Wow, this song is really good." It's it's got some feels behind it, and obviously great harms and stuff. The the breakdown and the lead into the final chorus, <sighs> fucking amazing. And then I found out what it was about, and it makes me very sad. And it makes me like the song even more. Yeah, it, it, it's one of those songs that, um, void of context, it still kind of packs a punch. Mm-hmm. You and could still with, you could still feel it. Yeah, you can still be like super sad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, then when you actually know the story, it's like. Fuck. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, do you, would you like to bum everybody out? Sure, I'll I'll bum everybody out. I'll I'll give the the quick version. See so yeah, a friend of his, I believe based on the song lyrics, maybe suffered from vertigo. Was at a party, went to give somebody a hug, lost their balance, and fell out of a window through a window, and died. So the line, now it's years since your body went flat and even memories of that are thick and dull, all gravel and glass. What the? Yeah, this guy's a great lyricist. We haven't, we've talked around it a bit, but this guy is a great lyricist. And and it kind of shows itself different depending on the style of Mm -hmm. the -hmm. song they're doing. But he is, and... And it's one of those things where it's like, okay, do I think this lyric is great or is it that he delivers it in like the exact right way? And I mean, it's probably a combination of both, but mm. like his delivery and his vocal choices are always very good. Yeah. So there's a, it seems like it's a common um, thing for them to play this song with just just using bells. I don't know if you've watched any of these videos. I haven't. All gravel and glass. But who needs them now? 
this place there is the more The worst of it now, I can't remember your face. Return. Yeah, they've got a table in front of them, bells on the table, and they're all ringing the bells and playing the song. And it's they're doing the fucking harms, and it just makes an emotional song even more emotional. Uh, I was only able to get through one watch of the that that video. Uh, it's just very fucking good. Yeah, he's such a good singer. He really is. It's like I I should be upset. Because <laughs> he, because he seems like the like most popular but also most talented kid at his high school, mm-hmm. and like I don't want to like that person. Sure, but um, fuck man, like they say in the industry, he's got it. Yep. Yeah. You know, he's just got it. He's got it. Yeah, I love the guitar. It, I, I like that they chose to not make it sound sad. Like, yes, the chords they chose. Um, um mm, I don't know if I agree. I, I do think it kind of sounds a little, a little melancholy. Yeah. I mean, the tempo of it for sure kind of has that. I don't, it just doesn't feel as. Upon first listen, I wasn't like, okay, this one's sad. Yeah. But I'm just going to... Well, maybe it's because, like, I'm thinking of just the chorus when he's saying return Return. over and over. You know, if it was a different word, maybe I I wouldn't think that. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's kind of slower. I mean, it's certainly not like... It, it certainly doesn't sound happy though. Like yeah. it's not like one of those songs where like you're like, oh, this is a bop, and then like yeah. later you're like, oh, it's about something terrible. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It, it doesn't do that to me. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just because I'm like, well, I don't hear any minor chords, so it's probably not sad. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's not like just laden with yeah, you know, sappy yeah. strings or anything. The the end of the song when he's saying you were supposed to grow old, mm-hmm. I love shit. Like that, mm-hmm. I I don't know why, but yeah, young people who don't grow old. Any way you want to phrase that, it is going to have a pretty <laughs> good impact on me. Yeah, yes, that's basically I think the part I want to play.
Yeah, what the in that part that you were supposed to grow old part when they like go back for the second time and like the background vocals mm-hmm. come in and it, and it they're just doing gets the chorus bigger. line. Yeah. <laughs> the chorus line kicking their legs up. And stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, it's distracting <laughs> live, but <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's so good. I actually thought uh, for the, f- for the first few when he's singing it by himself, that he was saying you were supposed to grow up. And then I, I used to think to that as well. Later, yep. um, either way, I mean, it's it totally makes sense. It's totally fine because I believe he said in the little video explanation I watched, she, he said she was twenty two uh, when that happened. But yeah, just the way they blend, they layer the bridge and the chorus there, and then it just goes high, and just that last chorus feels so good and so final and then just drops off and what dante why is this not the album closer <laughs> um that that is a great question let's see what is the album closer for that album yeah hmm. you know what there's two there's another really good choice for the album closer that is also not the album closer <laughs> um though the album closer oh, i don't remember this song the album closer is called bye bye baby which uh Makes sense in theory. Sure, sure. But yeah, it, it absolutely should be. Yeah, yeah. It's it mm, would no be doubt. such a good close. It's it's clarity all over again. It's just full of closers apparently. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, I still gotta. I gotta somehow make you listen to the the three album closers off of um, Chase This Light. Yeah. 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 Maybe that's that can be a bonus. A non. Non album closer should have been album closer. Oh, playlist. yeah, this should have been the closer. Okay. Yeah, um, I like it. Hmm. Yeah, oh, what a tune! Mm-hmm. Very good, very sad. So, I'll, I'll go into some, some overall thoughts here. Uh, I'm a little bummed that I never listened to this band before because I, I liked every song quite a bit. The writing, the songwriting, the lyric writing is was great all the way through and I really enjoyed how every song was very different I feel like a lot of the time like last week with Spanish love songs every song is kind of the same I mean there's obviously differences and stuff but like we were talking about they all kind of had the same tempo um but this one you've got wait are, are we talking about Spanish love songs or Gojira uh, both <laughs> So, you know, you've got your power pop stuff. You've got some R&B influence stuff. You've got that dreamy buildings breeding-esque part in there. And it's it's just kind of all over the place, but all done really well. So I liked that a lot. And I will absolutely be checking out some of their albums. Uh, probably all of their albums. I didn't know they had so many. I mean, they have like four, but I was going to say, I was like, wait, (laughs) I thought they were like a two album band or something like that. Yeah. Four is manageable for like, Mm -hmm. you know, discovering quote unquote, discovering a new band. Yeah, totally. I'll be very interested to see, you know, in a few weeks, if we do any return to OK Go and, and, you know, kind of see where you're at with them because I could see it being a little bit of a Motion City situation, not where all of a sudden like you love them, mm-hmm. but where you're like, 
hey, you know, Dante, listen to like this song off of, you know, the 2014 album. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess I never really gave that one much mm-hmm. or as much time. Yeah. You you are, I think, you either needed to like have the first album like I did. So you got like hooked in right away. Yes. Or had not heard them at all, which is pretty much what mm-hmm. how you came into this. Yes. Because I think if you had... You know, you you got sick of them because you're like, who cares about the video? Like fucking treadmills, mm-hmm. um, or like you know, you see a couple of their like Letterman performances or whatever. Sure, I can totally see where someone who's familiar with them but never really gave them much time could find them obnoxious. Sure, there's there's something about them that is kind of almost like not cocky. Though the bassist kind of has that look. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the drummer, I can't remember what performance it was, but the drummer sometimes is like, bet you didn't know I could do that. <laughs> you <know? laughs> Where you could be like, all right, who, who are these guys? Because yeah. you're like, I don't, I'm not even sure what kind of music this is. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Fuck them. Yeah. But since you came into it like pretty, like in the dark, mm-hmm. I think that really helped. I think so. I'd agree. I will be giving this band 4.5. Wow. I'm going high. I'm going high. That's a lower a fucking, than Motion City. Yes. Because that was 4.8. Wow. What an upset. What a what a surprise. Yeah. 4.5. I'm gonna stick with it. Because I think I'm re- think of- I, I think I'm really gonna like the first album. At least. I think you are too. Yeah. Um yeah. The, the song right after Return is called There's a Fire. But, but it's the closer. Uh, I don't know why there would be a song right after. It just starts over. Yeah. <laughs> it's the closer of side one. <laughs> hey, there you go. There you go. Um, which I think it kind of is. It's, isn't it like song like six or seven out of like 13 or whatever? Something like that, yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a song right after Return called There's a Fire that has, yeah, just more of... More the hooks and harms mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. the vocal good stuff. <laughs> I thought I didn't. I was running out of verbs. Sure. Or nouns. Words. 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 Yeah, that that you like. The, the first three songs are all kind of like pop rocky. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a song called I haven't listened to it for a while, but called I I guess it would be called Sus 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 Cinnamon Lips. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think the bassist actually sings that song. Mm. And that song I remember being like, eh, I don't know, you guys. Yeah. Skippable. <laughs> maybe. But hey, maybe maybe you'll like it and then convince me to do the same. Possibly. So yeah, I'm definitely did not expect this. I expected this mm-hmm. to be like maybe a little bit of Dante, why did you think this was for me? Come on, Dante. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like why that. did you think I was gonna react like that? Um, cause of like all the information I have about you from <laughs> knowing you for years a while. and years of knowing each other. <laughs> we, we have, I think really, uh, softened though. I think so. Yeah. In our midsection. That's true. Or I mean, in our, <laughs> yes. uh, <laughs> um, God, remember how hard we were back in the day? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like fucking like we were like the tin man. <laughs> um, when I think hard bodies yes think that's what man. I think of the Tin Man okay so next time we get together to listen to 
a playlist that I assigned you. Uh huh. I'm doing something that I bet all the fans, just my fans, the, the fans that know me, uh-huh. yes. they would have they would have thought this was going to come much sooner. But I already like Coheed and Cambria. Okay, what else do I have ready? <laughs> <laughs> we are going to get back to a playlist that's probably going to le- sound much more similar song to song okay. than okay. OK Go, but mm-hmm. not to the extreme of Gojira. Okay. This is a band you're familiar with and maybe even a band you've sort of dabbled in, maybe dipped okay. your toe into this band, but Possibly. I don't think... I don't think I, I think you've said that you have not really. Mm-hmm. I'm a bit of a toe uh, dipper. Uh, yeah, you. Well, I, I'm going to give you toe dipper the wet sprocket. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Actually, though, this band has a song called Little Dipper. Oh. That I will not be giving you. Oh. I'm trying to think of any sort of uh, clever way to say this band name. Oh. Uh, this band was featured prominently in the 90s song by Winnipeg's own <clears throat> Crash Test Dummies. Do you remember what they're... Exactly. Next time, I am giving you Hum. Oh. Okay. I've been kind of waiting for this. I everybody has, man. It's been, it's been what we've all been waiting like, for. That's what people keep sending you DMs about, apparently. A little bit ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Rivers wants to. When are you gonna give hum? Danny that hummer? So I I have uh, named the playlist um Hum and Hummer. <laughs> Hum and Hummer. But I'm not. There it is. Hum and Hummer with the ampersand, obviously. Um, (laughs) Sweet. Yeah. This, uh, I'm going to fucking like this episode. Yeah. Yeah. This is one where I'm either like, yay, we can talk about this thing I love Mm -hmm. together, Mm -hmm. or we can just fucking, I can fight you. Yeah. We're going to (laughs) argue. Um, like I will certainly be mad and tell you, you are objectively wrong uh, uh-huh. if things go a certain way. And I think that's going to be a good time and a fun episode as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I have tried them here and there and just been like, I don't get it, but yeah, we'll see how it goes. We will see. So we got a, we got a heavy next couple of episodes. That's true. Ooh, that's so. true. Yeah. Heavy in different ways. Anyway, yeah, we'll talk about uh, <laughs> a couple fucking slightly harder bands yeah. next month. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Can I leave? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode, everybody, about OK Go. You know the the normal, like, follow our social media, subscribe. Yeah. Okay, bye. Be... Be your own person. Do what you want to do. You don't have to listen to Danny. Don't feel obligated to do any of this shit. Also, um, yeah, thank you for listening to this one because this this was fun. Um, mm-hmm. We understand if you kind of like tuned out like halfway during Labyrinth or something. Like, hey, they're not all going to be winners. <laughs> yeah, just wait till the whole episode. Oh.
Baby Yoda would pick his nose? Uh, he never picked his nose. He most, was most, usually eating frogs or <laughs> trying to... Jacking off. <laughs> he, he is a... He is 50. But now, you, now he can say, Grogu, stop it. Stop it. Stop jacking off. Stop jacking off in the... The, I don't know, whatever my ship is called. <laughs> Grogu, don't look at me when you do that. <laughs> Stop making such cute eye contact <laughs> while you're blowing your presumably green loads. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's not talk about Grogu this way. Sorry. Also, if in the Star Wars universe, it like turned out it was canon that like space cum was just called Grogu. Like, I would believe that as well. Oh, fuck! I got your Grogu on me! Use the wipes! We all use the wipes! Oh, that's gross. Good thing we started recording. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Gross goo? Gross goo. I mean, what, what has come if not a gross goo? Gross goo. Maybe that's why they came up with the name. Probably.